Cool, man. No problem. No problem at all. Who are you? Star-Lord. Who? Well, Star-Lord, man. Legendary outlaw? Forget it. We arrested these five on Xandar. Check out the rap sheets. Drax, a.k.a. the Destroyer. Since his wife and family were killed, he's been on a rampage across the galaxy in a search for vengeance. Gamora, soldier, assassin, wanted on over a dozen counts of murder. Rocket, wanted on over 50 charges of vehicular theft and escape from lockup. What the hell? Groot, he's been traveling recently as Rocket's personal houseplant slash muscle. Peter Jason Quill. He's also known as Star-Lord. Who calls him that? Himself, mostly. He's wanted largely on charges of minor assault, public intoxication, and fraud. Oh, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know how this machine worked. Hey, hey, hey! That's mine! You son of a Hey! Take those headphones off right now! They call themselves the Guardians of the Galaxy. What a bunch of a holes. I'm tired of being thankful for scraps. Still, they want us to love them anyway. One day, somebody's gonna have to make a stand. One day, somebody's gonna have to say enough. You get your ass to work and save my country from these cock-sucking Republicans. The thing about science is, most often, one side is wrong. How am I supposed to explain to my child that two men are getting married? I don't know, it's your shitty kid, you fucking tell him. Why is that anyone else's problem? Are you serious? It's so fucking stupid, isn't it? An immortal one, and I'll tell you something, if I was told to sacrifice them to prove my devotion to God, if I was told to do what all monotheists are told to do, and admire the man who said, yes, I've got my kid to show my love of God, I'd say no, fuck you. I was raised in a little town that had 13 brothels in it, so I'm used to some pretty salty language. And this one, of course, my favorite of all, like, what's this going on between our legs, right? You heard it. It's like an entertainment complex in the middle of a sewage system. No engineer would design that at all. If you don't stand for something, you'll fall for anything. Try and work together. Heaven is just another lie. And if you believe it, you're an idiot. What up, motherfuckers? Wow. Okay. I'm All in a right. good mood today. Really? I, I, I really am. You know what? At one point today, I was uh, I was at work this uh-huh. morning, and someone says, hey, Frank, how you doing? And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing okay. <laughs> and normally, my response is a sarcastic, like dripping on the floor. Got to clean that up in a minute, or I'm going to slip on it with uh-huh. sarcasm. Fabulous. Yeah. But um, no, I and it wasn't even a... Um, 
Jillian Morton inspired. I'm not in a good mood. I'm just not in a bad mood yet kind of thing. Okay. Generally in a good mood. Nothing slash no one pissed me off today. Oh. I even had a couple little minor little roadblocks. I'm just like, all right, well, that happened. Not a big deal. Huh. Um, so, yeah. What the I, hell? I know, right? That would explain hell freezing over, but whatever. It did snow for a little bit today. It did indeed. It wasn't supposed to, from um, what I understand. Yeah, Julie said it dropped like four inches in like 30 <laughs> minutes, which is usually my job. <laughs> 30 minutes, give uh, me a break. I um, remember looking out the window and I'm like, oh, it's snowing. And then like a half hour later, I look out the window and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's fucking snowing. It snowed so much. I got, in, I got into the van to go to Bill's house to do OTC. And when I stopped, I'm driving down the street. And, I, and it was one of those um, continue going straight or you can take a right. But there's a, a red light, yeah. a red arrow. When I slowed to stop, all the snow that I didn't know was on top of the van. Because I didn't fucking look. Right. Slid onto the windshield. Yeah, as I'm sucks. slowing down, yeah. right? So I'm still, I'm, and the windshield wipers are fucking useless. It's like it's like using a whisk in cement, right? So I had to get out of the car in Lynn, clear off the windshield. Fucking ninety percent of anybody just looked at you and went, "White people." No kidding, huh? I actually, I actually, in honor of our friend George, I saw some people in one of the really bad storms, not the one before this one or the before that one, but the one before before those two. Oh, two days ago. Yeah. <laughs> and I saw some, I saw two idiots out jogging and I looked and I'm like, I should take a picture of these fucking stupid white people. Sir, like, I understand that. that you have to run and stuff, but do you have to run then? It's bad enough. The streets are, are, are tight enough as it is. Right. Speaking of which. Yeah, I ran. I almost knocked some dumb asshole down the other day. All right, so it's school vacation, so we have offsite parking, so we got to park in the Cambridge Side Gallery, a parking garage, oh, and then walk sucks. to work, which is whatever. It's a bit of a walk, you know. It is, but I could use it, so that's fine. Yeah. Now they have a snow machine, a snow blower. It's really a brush, right? So they have a dude out there every like twenty minutes with this giant rotating nylon brush that clears the sidewalks, and it is a just about the width of two people so going left going right side of the of the sidewalk you know one way and the other just like on a road yeah so when you see me because i i will wear a leather coat and then my wool coat over it because i like the long coat <laughs> i don't know why i wear two coats probably so i can take one off layers you know yeah um with the bag and the sunglasses and like i'm just i'm going to work just get the fuck out of my way i'm going to work i'm on my side of the sidewalk if you and your dumb fucking friend are walking at me and you're side by side yeah one of you steps behind the other fucking one single just, file do you forget right. this shit in school and it pissed me off more and more as the day went by because it was two relatively attractive girls she was totally oblivious. And what I thought in my head was, I don't give a fuck how pretty you think you are. Get the fuck out of my way. Yeah. It's like when the doors. People say that to me all the when time. When the doors on the elevator open and I'm in the elevator, don't fucking walk in. Yeah. Because I will push you out of the way with my shoulders. Just get the fuck out of my way. What is wrong with people? They're dumb. Um, and and as I walked by and she didn't move and I brushed like brushed I didn't even move yeah. but like I I we made your way. enough contact right I couldn't help it 
I'm just like, stupid asshole. As I walk by, I'm like, what are you going to do? Seriously, what are you going to do? What is anybody going to do? Yeah. Shoot me, stab me, sure. That's the only way you're going to take me down. Yeah. What? Use harsh language. Ooh. Bitches, yo. <sighs> anyway, hey, so I saw some movies. And okay, stuff. good. Well, what do you got? Um, Well, the other night, because uh, it was Valentine's Day, uh-huh. Julie and I went out on Saturday, and the little stomach bug that had been going through my house. Okay. Oh, man. Kids ruin everything. So- I um, was it just crap and vomit everywhere? Oh my god! So we're sitting there at dinner, and um, like the day before, I was just Ugh. so <laughs> I um, so I I get up. I'm like, excuse me, <laughs> and I go into the men's room. Yeah, you know, the dudes there just kind of like kind of crossed in front of me a little bit to get to the sink so we could wash his hands. I'm like, yeah, excuse me, you know, right, you know, what's up. You know, the gentleman, you know, the men's room nod kind of thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, I go in, close the door yep. to the stall, lock it. Okay. Yep. Lift up the seat. Yeah. Get the little seat thing. Right. Clean right. it off a little bit. Get another one. Put it down on the floor so I can kneel. Right. It was all there. <laughs> and then I just proceeded to. <laughs> and then wow. there was this pause. <laughs> Right, because right. your body's kind enough right. to let you take a breath. So, so, and I'm like half aware of the dude, right, washing yeah. his hands. The water stops, but there's no like movement <laughs> or anything like that. So I had another one. He's pulling out his voice memo app. He's like, I got to record this so shit. He, so I go one more, and because um, third time's a charm. Yeah, and um, he just goes. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and I'm like, don't get the fish. <laughs> oh. And he goes, get the fuck out. I'm like, no, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work that fast. So, so he walks out, and the where our table had been, it was fairly close to like where the bathrooms were. So I finished doing what I'm doing. Right, I walk out, <laughs> and Julie, like I had taken like three bites of dinner and stuff like that. <laughs> good that it's only three right so but before that i hadn't eaten in like 24 hours Uh, i just hadn't felt like it yeah and so we sit down to dinner i'm like am i feeling shitty because i'm gonna throw up or am i feeling shitty because i'm starving yeah you know um yes the uh, answer to that is yes yes, it's both right so um she's like so um why did some dude walk out of the men's room laughing (laughs) i'm like the same reason everybody does when they see my dick honey (laughs) and uh she's like are you okay i'm like i think i think that we should just get my food you know to go cold love steaks tips (laughs) so she's like so do you still want to see the movie i'm like oh yeah (laughs) because you know me if you have nothing left to throw up exactly yeah you know and um, so, because you know how, like, when you got one of those stomach bugs or something like that, and yeah. you finally throw, you know, you've got a good couple of hours. You get before. you get to a good point where <laughs> yeah. you, where you and your body have reached this agreement of, all right, all I'm right, not going to fuck gonna with go you for a couple hours. Don't what fuck with me. What are you going to go see? All right, so so I'm like, no, I'm good. Let's let's do this. I mean, you know me. I'll see a movie. Yeah. Anytime. Yeah. So um, she goes, all right. Uh, <laughs> so we went. We saw Monument Man. Okay. Which was. A little like it was approaching disappointing. 
Okay. It was... I figured there was something wrong with it when it got shifted to February. Yeah, it was... Um, it's it's strange, because I, I really like George Clooney. Mm. Okay? I like stuff that he's directed. Yeah. I like everybody in it. I like the idea. I like the yeah. story. I like that it's a true story. I like that one of the characters... Um, the guy that he portrays, the real life guy, I heard an interview with him on NPR, yeah. you know, and I was, you know, despite the, the poor reviews that I had heard before I walked into this thing, mm. both from, you know, magazines and stuff and from like Andy had seen it and was okay. disappointed. Um, I was still like kind of gung ho mm. about seeing it. And, um, I, I was, it, it felt like it was supposed to, hmm, this is going to sound stupid. It felt like it was supposed to feel like a heist movie kind of thing. And maybe that's just a subconscious. It's, you know, we're going after artwork. We right. Get the team together. Yeah. It's Clooney. It's Damon. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a yeah. bunch of, okay. you know, quirky people together on a team. So, but like the team sort of gets, spoiler, the team sort of gets spread around in different directions looking for different things. Uh-huh. So when I when I think about the movie and feel that it, it it's kind of disjointed and, and, and very separate, I think that that's part of it, but you know, it's, it's sort of fun and quirky in an oceans kind of way that okay. you would expect an oceans or, right. you know, Italian job or anything, you know, a heist movie, you know, heist. Yeah. Um, so, but then it also had like these, high-minded speeches that you'd see like in a Spielberg, you know, World War II movie and, and stuff like that. So, okay. um, you know, it even had like, you know, at the end, like the, the old man going back and seeing one of the pieces, you know, like Grandpa Clooney, Simpson with yeah, the fight in Hellfish. Exactly. Okay. You know, that I had to figure thing. out, I was trying to figure so, out where I would work. It was like, in. so it was like, okay, I yeah. saw this, Okay, you know, um, that was fine. Um, Something else that I saw that surprised me mm. because it was different than I thought it was going to be and I enjoyed it was Jack Reacher. I have no that, interest. That Tom the Cruise title movie. is just like, ugh. Well, you know, it's like based on a book, whatever. Um, and I guess the character's been like, there's, you know, kind of recurring character in a series of books, I th- yeah. think. So, um, but it was, I thought it was going to be like, okay, he's this badass ex-military guy who just sort of, you know, Liam Neeson yeah. Liam Neeson's his way through this movie and kicks everybody's ass and stuff like that. And he's a badass and he doesn't care. Right. He doesn't have to answer to anybody. Um, I'll actually want to watch the trailer again and, and see why I thought it was going to be something different than it was, but it ended up being like an interesting, like almost a, like a mystery. Oh, okay. And it was actually really, really good. And hmm. when it started, you know, an hour and 11 minutes into it started like, really dropping clues uh, and stuff like that it just sort of started supporting my theory okay so i was just like okay um and i gotta tell you i i enjoyed it i ended up staying up till like one o'clock last night when i had to be up at 4 30 today oh that's and i was just like oh, no, I'm, I'm i'm staying no right. god of course not <laughs> um so but i gotta tell you it was you know it was one of those, like, you know, you'll see it on USA, and if the remote's over there, yeah. it's like, yeah, watch it. There is this pretty cool, you know, kind of fight scene. He gets sort of challenged in a bar, and he, you know, he tells the guy, you know, there's like five guys who want to kick his ass. Yeah. And he's just like, you should pay your check. And the guy's like, I'll do it later. And he goes, 
you won't be able to. You know, there's like like lines like that. There's some pretty good little one liners and shit like that. So I enjoyed it. It was it was it was all right. All right. All right. So um, what else did I see? I watched Frozen again with the kids. Yeah. Yeah. Frankie wanted to see Thor, and he was very excited that I was able to order it like on my phone. Uh, and then five minutes later, we're watching it on the TV. Okay, Dad, that is so awesome. <laughs> was that the first or the second one? We watched the first one. He'd seen the okay. second one. He and I got to tell you, there's a scene where sort of at the beginning when Thor go before he gets banished, when he mm. and his friends go to um the Jotunheim, the, yeah, yeah, and. You know, they're about to walk away, and the ice guy says something. Yeah. And, like, that's all Thor needed. Right. So it's, like, dead silent. The dude says something. Yeah. And Thor just stops and smiles. So he calls and, him, like, a, a child Yeah, or go ahead, yeah. princess, or something like that. Yeah. And um, and Loki just goes, damn. And Frankie goes, yeah. ha-ha, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Which, of course, is fucking hilarious. Yeah. So, but then, like, this big, huge battle, and, um, you know, Thor, you know, hammers down on this big thing and frankie just lost his mind he's like wow it's just it's so much fun huh. watching him like watch this stuff yeah he and as he watched the avengers where yeah oh where, yeah okay oh yeah puny god he loved that yeah um cole i gotta tell you cole this vacation has been such an amazing big brother with him mm. frankie has really enjoyed watching cole while playing lego avengers take this really really big fat character i don't know who he is blob maybe, probably yeah wearing a black right? like i don't know he's like maybe yeah, yeah but he's just super fucking big yeah okay and um so cole Wait, flesh, will flesh yeah, yeah right so cole gets you know gets to the top of like stark tower or the empire state building right? <laughs> yeah. changes to this character and just jumps off and frankie just laughs his head off as this Excuse me, is this fat bastard just making his way? This to guy? The, yeah, exactly. Okay, yeah, that's Blob. Um, just falling to the earth and then <laughs> shitting himself, laughing so hard when the, you know the earth cracks oh, underneath yeah. him and stuff. Yeah, but um, so they've been spending a lot of time together. I think Cole's really beginning to enjoy having a little brother because well, that's they good. Can, they can share stuff. It's really kind of cool. That's good. So um, I sent this picture. To the girls earlier today. Hold on. It's like I have a mashup of pictures. Oh, nice. <laughs> so, do you want to build a spaceship? And it's got Benny's screaming Lego face on there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think I've seen anything in the week since we recorded. I watched the Avengers again at work because I was, I, was, I was doing stuff in front of the computer. So yeah. I had that on. Um, this there's one thing I absolutely hate about Avengers. What the red in my ledger? It just somehow it just rubs me the wrong way every time they say it, and I'm like, that's just doesn't she just say it? Is it like four times? It's 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 huh. enough for me to be like, Ugh. what gets me about that is they've. It just seems like the wrong time in their relationship, friendship, partnership, whatever it is, for her to still have red in her ledger. It seems like they've done enough shit together that, you know what, they've probably, you know, 
well, had each other's backs back and forth is, a couple is of times. Regrets, isn't it? It's stuff they can't live with. Well, it's no. Right? It seems like she owes him her life or something like that. Oh, so, so now, okay. So you know, I thought it was a different. So thing. no, it's you know, read in a ledger. You know, it's like a, there's a debt. You know, there's yeah. You know, there's a loss. I don't know. It's just know, like so. it's it's unneeded. It, 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 you know, you know, she it's very, like I, I owe him, so I got to pay him. She that, very easily could say there's things that 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 I've done that I'm I'm having a hard time. I can't live with. Or, no, but but that's not it it's not no, about but I regret mean, like, it's about her owing him her yeah, feeling but like I, she owes him. it's the phrase yeah it's it, just the phrase but she makes up for that though by when banner starts to change and he chases her just the the amazing amount of fear she shows yeah like that's not uh, that that you could take 10 different actors and actresses and you'd only get that reaction from one yeah that's that's really good. Well, especially running away from a seed, you know, from something that's not there. Yeah. I mean, you can see it in her eyes. Yeah. I don't even know how she does that. But, and then just the stuff with, with Stark and, um, and Thor is just so funny. Doth mother know yeah. you stole her drapes. It's like, great. So that leads us to Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, how long have I been talking about this a thing? A very long time. And last night, the internet finally gave the money shot for it. They just yeah. jizzed everywhere when the trailer came out. I'm like, didn't you fuckers know this was going to be? Would you think it was going to be a piece looks of good. shit? It looks, like, it looks like, fun. Like Marvel's just going to be like, oh, yeah, let's make this fucking thing. And then they just crap some piece of shit out. It looked, it looked like something that... Um, like if it wasn't a Marvel property type of thing, it would look like something that you would see in sort of a fifth element. Like it's that stylized. It's got that really gritty, hard space kind of look, you know, like a Luke Besson kind of look to it. It looks fantastic. But it looks fun. And it looks funny. It looks fun. Yeah. I wonder how many people have downloaded that that song, the Bay City Rollers. Yeah, song, oh the fucking Bay City which Rollers. Which is, it's, I, I've been meaning to do that, so I'm going to do that. I'll pay for the song. <laughs> I heard it's uh, full of the soundtrack's full of '80s stuff. Really? Because here's the basic plot outline for the movie, and it won't give too much away. Um, Peter Quill is taken from Earth when he's nine years old, so that's in the '80s. And he's raised in space, and he takes the persona, or he becomes Star-Lord. And then he hooks up with the Guardians, who aren't the Guardians at that point, but in the trailer. That I probably will have played at the beginning of the show. You can kind of... But this is just trailer number one, and trailer number two generally goes into more story. Because there's characters we haven't even seen yet. Uh, like Yondu and Ronan the Accuser. Wait, um, is it Blue Suede, or is it Bay City Rollers? Hmm. No, Bay City Rollers was Saturday night. Uh. That's the same singer. Yeah, Blue Suede. It's all it's all Tarantino songs now anyway. (laughs) That's what it reminds me of. So that's the band Blue Suede? Yeah. Huh. I know that uh, I showed it to the girls this morning. Um and the second time we watched it, because I just fucked with them, I'm like, let's watch it again. No, yes. And then we played it again. And Nova almost started singing the Uga Chaka part. Yeah. Cause, and I'm like, are we going to go see that? They wanted to know what he was doing with his hand. I'm like, well, he's doing a, he's doing a rude gesture, which basically means go fly a kite. <laughs> he's doing a rude gesture. That means go fuck yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they didn't ask about the A-holes thing, though. 
But um, they know the word ass, and they know what an asshole is. So I get you could extrapolate from there. Yeah. Um, but we've talked about like they can hear curse words, whatever you want to call them. Uh, we don't call them bad words. They're they're rude or it's impolite or right. whatever. Um, and we've told them that when you're when you try to be a polite person, you don't use words like that in conversation. And as they get older, obviously we right. instruct them on the proper way to swear. Because if you can't do it, you're just yeah, terrible just at seriously, it. Seriously, it's just and it, and it just looks bad. But rather than figure it out on the playground and run around saying it all day like a dummy because you just figured it out, get get lessons. Oh, I get it. It's really funny when I was lessons. working on the floor with Olivia. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> she's trying to get this boarded. My kitchen floor is all uneven and shit like that. So she's and like so by like by Sunday morning now, yeah. my only purpose for being awake. <laughs> was to use the big circular saw to cut stuff so that Julie and it really got to the point with the floor where Julie and I were helping Olivia. Okay. Okay. Good. That's good Um, though. Yeah. And she took so much. She's so, she's like, Oh, look at that seam. That seam is perfect. I remember doing the, so, but she's like trying to tap. That's good. She has pride in in her work. She was very, very excited. Um, Yeah, like so somebody will spill something and she'll get clean that shit. Well, up. No, what's really funny is like Cole's friend came to stay over the other night, and so she meets him at the back door in the kitchen, right? <laughs> and she's standing there in the kitchen. And she's like, "Hey, Spencer." He's like, "Hey, Olivia," and she goes, "Huh? <laughs> huh?" He's like, "Huh?" Cause he's a funny kid. He goes, "Yeah." <laughs> what <laughs> it, was, it was great she's like the floor he goes the wall <laughs> <laughs> and she decked him oh yeah she so she's like i put this down and i did this and i did this she's just like yeah that's good whisk hole yeah. you know and then lily's friend stayed over that same night and you know she comes in and she's she's really funny and 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 livy's just like huh and emily's just like yeah, I don't know what you're talking about, and I'm not going to do this. It just walks like right around her. Nice. But as Olivia's trying to tap stuff in, and she's getting a little frustrated because the floor's like uneven, and you're right, trying to get right. something down and over, right? And uh, this actually comes back to the cursing thing. Yeah. She's, <laughs> she's so funny. She goes, she's tapping. She goes, D A F U Q. Don't you go. <laughs> Julie's like, what? Yeah. <laughs> and I look at her. She's just like, oh, okay. <laughs> she's like, Olivia, watch your mouth. <laughs> if you're working in the house, if you're installing a floor and you're 13, 13 yeah. you can swear. Yeah, exactly. That's fine. So, yeah. I kept calling her stereotype all day. <laughs> and then Julie was just like, well, this isn't connected here. This isn't getting like, Olivia and I have had a few rough months, you know? Right, right. So the fact that she and I were able to bond over, yeah. like, something like this and then sort of making fun of Julie. Right. You know? Right. But, but I was even like, there was like some sealant stuff that Olivia's just like, all right, how does this thing work? You know, the caulking gun. Right. And, um, I said, um, I said, here, this is how this works. And she goes, okay, got it. Bye. Mm-hmm. You know? And half hour later, I went in there and like some, you know, some of the seams that needed to be filled in, filled in. It looks fantastic. Nice. I showed nice. you pictures. And yeah. The pictures don't even do it justice. It looks so good. Very nice. I'm psyched. Good. So she's very excited. We had an extra box left over. So she's going to do her room. Oh, wow. And uh, yeah. Yeah. She's very excited. I'm like, okay, Lesbo. <laughs> Whatever. So It's terrible. I know. I'm bad father. Father of the year. 
It's just, <sighs> the year's like 1922. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, anywho. Um, not bad. What else is going on? What's the next movie you're looking forward to? I can't think of shit um, that's coming I, out. I, I really want to see RoboCop. Mm. Um, Captain America comes out in April. Yes, day before my birthday. Yeah. Um, what are the big ones for this summer? I forget now. Isn't this... Um, I can't. Well, it's I, Captain America. Yeah, but that's April. Oh, so. Muppets. Muppets will be oh. out in a couple of weeks. Really? Yeah. Oh, okay. That'd be fun. Looking All forward right. to that. Yeah, that'll be good. I need the money in my bank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need money in the bank, just in real life. Because, uh, okay, so they're having a birthday, so we had to book the place, and we waited a little bit too long, but the time is actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's a uh, quarter of 11 on a Sunday. It's not bad. Because then we figure it's it's a pump it up, which is like Monkey Joe's or... Yeah. Basically, it's it's one room full of inflatable slides and bounce houses, and then you go into another room, and there's more of the same stuff, but they keep, with the separate rooms, they, they take you from one room to a second to the birthday party room, and then you're out the door. Yeah. And they can just, they just keep rotate you through. Out. What, have you got like two hours or something like yeah, that? Yeah, two hours, so an hour and one hour. Well, no, actually, it would be like... 40 minutes in one 40 in the other and then the rest in the in the party room um so it's actually not that bad when we did parties here it cost a lot decorations yeah decorations for everybody all that then you drive yourself crazy five hundred dollars for like to do a party at this place it's 295 for two hours and then that's just your basic like access to yep. to the place. Uh $100 down so that defers the cost, you know, when when the party actually is, so that's not bad. And then there's two different packages. One is $3.50 per child and $7 per kid. The 350 is like plates, napkins, utensils, mm-hmm. um pizza and drinks. Okay. And the other one is all that, and then it's uh, goodie bags for the kids, um, balloons, helium-filled balloons. They were specific about that. And then I think something else. Um, but, like, goodie bags, we can, once we get an RSVP, we can, like, do that. Yeah. I'm thinking, like, like 3 $4 per bag defer that cost over or whatever. Oh, God, yeah. Like, like a matchbox car for the boys and a bunch of other stuff. Matchbox cars are still a fucking dollar. I know, right? That's amazing to me. So like I'll just go in and I'll find the ones that look like monsters, like the vampire and the the alligator lizard type things and throw them in there. You know what gets me about matchbox cars still being a dollar? Huh. Okay. They're a dollar now. Yeah. Do you know what that means in like the seventies? We were getting fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm I, just saying. I have a Star Wars figure on the wall here from Return of the Jedi. He was $2.47. I remember when they started hitting $5, and I'm like, God damn it. Yeah. George fucking <clears throat> So we actually opted to do the glow-in-the-dark party where they shut all the lights off and they turn on the black lights, and you see all the semen everywhere. I know, right? <laughs> oh, my God. No, but like they'll wear fluorescent clothes and they'll glow and they'll run around and they have fun. 
Um, <laughs> okay, everyone, we're going to play Lint Tag. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so, so fucked up. We'll do that. And, like, for the $3.50 $3. one per kid, like, if, if 20 kids show up, that's just $65 extra. That's not that bad for that many kids. So you're looking at... Three fifty, yeah, four hundred, you know, yeah, four. and then yeah, but that's also like like when we had people here, it's like we had fifteen people over, yeah, you know, but to have a, a party with twenty kids, it's like there you go, yeah, and then you're done, yeah, then we walk away, yep, <laughs> that is the best fucking part, walking away, and, and the price, I was really surprised how inexpensive it actually was. Yeah, they're very. It, it can be reasonable. Yeah. yeah, Lily went to a birthday party the other day um, at this little girl's house, and it was really neat. It was like a cupcake war party. Okay, and it was really it was broken up into like three different teams. Mm. They all made cupcakes, and they had like you know a couple of the girls, like some brothers and a grandmother and like a dad, like okay. as judges and stuff like that. And uh, they had these cute little aprons, as oh. you know, they got to you know take those home and stuff like that. And nice. then they all you know got a cupcake in this really nice decorative box. I'm like, oh my god! And this is just something that like the mom kind of threw together. Different, yeah. you know, you go to the you know the party store and you get the the boxes. Right, and right. She ordered the aprons online and okay. i'm just like oh my god you can make a fucking fortune doing that yeah for parties really all, you, you buy the baked goods you buy a whole bunch of stuff okay yeah um you have one you have one assistant to help you clean up right right and then the, the family gets to be the judge yeah yeah now the older they get it's like the the parties get more selective don't they it's not the whole class is invited. Yeah, no. I figure through second grade it's going to be like that. You, you know what? It's, or maybe it, not it's, even it's second. Not even second. Because it really gets to the point where, um, I mean, you really set the thing. Like Cole now doesn't even do a party so much. Mm. He prefer. I mean, he's sixth grade. But he prefers, yeah, just like two or three friends. We'll go to a movie. We'll, we'll grab some food. Right. And then they come back and they'll hang out. Yeah. Who, who might sleep over? I mean, his birthday's right. in the summer, right. and so oh, who might okay. sleep yeah, over? Yeah, yeah. They'll play video games till you know one o'clock in the morning or whatever. Right. But uh, but even Lily now, I mean, and like even two years ago, second grade actually, um, it was three or four friends, and we went to lunch on a Saturday, and we went to we went to a movie. Okay, and that was when I mean I was that's you know I was paying for movies, so right, and it still becomes you know it's lunch for me and mine right. plus you know three or four other little girls and the movies and stuff like that i mean it's still you know if you you know sit down and look at the money you know yeah. but you know it's part of the fun was olivia took them like hey let's go next door to cvs and buy candy so okay. it's just like oh you know a little like you know they make it there and then they right. had all these little jokes about how they were smuggling in candy in their little purses and yeah. stuff like that because it really just comes down to they just want to hang out together and do yeah. something fun yeah you know, okay. so because um, I, yeah, I so know the whole that, um, class thing. I mean, that just be, I mean, and all parents realize that. And it really gets to a point. It was just like, you know what? Why would a kid want to invite another, you know, handful of kids hmm. that aren't really their friends? And well, as he, they the, get older, that's the thing right now. Sorry, go ahead. No, I'm as sorry. as they get older, too, they'll be like in Lily's grade. There are three maybe four fourth grade classrooms. Hmm. So 
who's in your class and then friends from third grade who were in somebody else's class. You know right, what I mean? Right. So it's you, you're not going to invite yeah. the entire third grade. And no, Peabody's yeah. a bigger town. So. And that's one reason why we wanted them in the same class. Yeah. Because you put them in different classes, that's, that's you just double doubled. the parties yeah. that we'd have to go to. It doesn't double the gifts because each girl's invited. Right, each girl gift from each one because that's 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 what you do. Nature of the biz, but we didn't want to monopolize like all those weekends. That was a consideration. Yeah, that was a consideration. That was like ninth or tenth on the on the list. The the main one was they operate, they function best when they know where the other one is. Whether they're talking or playing with the other one doesn't matter if they can just know. Oh, they're they're over on that side of the room. That's fine, and that that they, that might separate. You know, by the time they get to junior high, uh, sorry, middle school, yeah, that'll change, and they can be independent of each other. It'll but. change. It'll change before that. There were friends of Olivia's twins that um, I didn't even know were twins in the same grade until like we got to fifth grade, and we were doing the whole big fifth grade oh, yeah. video thing, and we did a whole big thing with twins, and I'm just like. Oh, yeah, because, you know, you hear the names and stuff right, like that. Right. Just like, oh, yeah, that's right, they're twins. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. And there was only a handful of them that are identical. Mm. So, But they had 14 sets of twins in that class. Oh, that's right, yeah. So, so should, we, uh, should we take a break? It's, uh, what was, there was one, one thing. What was uh, I going to say? Uh, um, oh, that piece of shit kid. That we've been talking about for like the last three oh, yeah. episodes. Oh, yeah, back? We saw him at bowling because he goes to bowling. Oh, yeah. Right? And he came over unprovoked. Okay? okay. Said to the girls, I go to a different school now because he's got kind of a weird voice. And they just sat there because they, they've decided they are not his friend. Oh, it's, a, it's, so not, it's not a shame. Where it's is totally he? fine. Yeah. What's and the he, deal? He, what he said. I go to a school, and he had a little difficulty with it, but he was attempting to, he said, uh, for behavioral, and he couldn't get modification out, but he's at a school for, um, I don't care. He's at a school for fuck-ups. He's at a school. He's a kid. He can't fuck up. No, the parents are the fuck-ups. The parents are the fuck-ups. He's at a school for fuck-ups. For children of fuck-ups. Let's yeah, do it All right. Way. That's, that's at fine. At that age, I don't blame the kid. That's fine. But- He's not in their school. That poor little kid that we had talked about that was that was beside himself yeah. should be fine and live a nice yeah. normal life until high school when Ripley will learn how to beat the shit out of this other kid if he picks on somebody. Because yeah. eventually they'll all be thrown back in together again. Yeah. So that means that we can invite the whole class yeah, and not worry any, any about anybody. I don't I I expect I'm expecting half of the class to RSVP. Yes. Um with the parties I've seen it's between 6 and 10 people. Yeah. That that respond and go. So we'll see. We'll see. Cool. Honestly the less the cheaper, but yeah. Do they have a minimum at this place? No, they have a maximum apparently. Uh-huh. So but I know there'll be two there at least. <laughs> um, but that's but that's it. Should be fine. I mean, everybody that we've seen, uh, every party we go to when we introduce ourselves, they're like, "Oh, all they do is talk about Ripley and Nova." <laughs> and we're like, "Really? 
the weirdest thing to us is it's not like they're they're twins but they're not identical there's they don't even they're not even close to looking the same yeah um and they're very different oh yeah 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 um but it's weird i don't know what to do with popular kids because they are everybody like they walked into this party we went to the other day and everybody came up and hugged them cool let's ride the wave i don't know what to do that is totally foreign to me they're your ticket but i'm the cool kids but i'm glad oh you know once i got out of high school once i started at lowe's i was with the cool kids yeah you were i really was (laughs) i really was things kind of i felt better about myself after that we let you in yeah (laughs) i kind of elbowed my way in to be honest like hey i'm here i know what i'm doing fuckers (laughs) (sighs) anyway all right we'll be right back So that's that's whatever song I decide to put in after we recorded. Sounds um, good. So, what do you what do you want to talk about? There's a whole bunch of crazy shit on our Facebook um, group thing. 
I mean, there's the there's the Mormon woman who has a huge problem with Frozen. Um, oh yeah, because of the the sexiness. Of it's it's pro gay. Pro gay? Where the fuck does that come up? Oh, okay. Hold on. You're make me read. How is it pro gay? I thought there was one review. I, there was one woman who talked about how sexy the sister looks after she opens after she builds her ice castle. To be fair, she should be in her early twenties at that point. Yeah. So it's okay, I think, to yeah. ag- agree with that statement. Yeah. Right? I thought it was unrealistic that she's up there in all the cold and there's no nipple. But whatever. I thought That's it was just me. See, I was just going to go as far as to be like, you can't make clothes out of ice. Yeah. <laughs> so this is from a blog called a well behaved Mormon woman. Um, it's a long article, so we're not going to read even close. To I the just whole don't thing. understand. Like where? Who? Well, it was the song, basically, that that does. She says, The gay agenda to normalize homosexuality is woven into Disney's movie Frozen, not just as an underlying message. It is the movie. In a liberal culture tenacious at normalizing immorality, stripping those of faith from their ability to speak out in opposition, this needs to be taken seriously. It's one thing that we've all donated to the cause by making Frozen a record-breaking hit at the box office, myself included, her words but that's because i did pay for it but whatever but that's as far as it's going for me personally you already give it your money so it doesn't matter yeah i wrote the main body of this post nearly three months ago after i watched frozen with most of my grandchildren since then i've had a few discussions with friends and family about the movie prior to deciding to publish it with little support for my findings hmm that and watching Frozen receive more and more accolades, including including many from trusted resources and observing the ongoing rise in the movie's popularity without significant challenge. I don't know what she expects. It's a fucking movie. I, I don't see it. Like, I can see where Fox News would say that, you know... Lego movie is anti-business. Yeah. I can see. I can understand. I can yeah. see it. I disagree with it, and I think it's fucking stupid. Well, it's wrong. But yeah, exactly. But, but I it don't fits even. Their rhetoric. I don't even see that. Where's the gay agenda in Frozen? All right. Let's see. If you are seriously, there's not even like a faggy candelabra. Like, <laughs> wow, really? <laughs> really? <laughs> I could get this woman's email address. You two could hang out. <laughs> That was terrible. I'm not a good person. <laughs> if you are seriously clueless as to what I'm talking about... That's me! <laughs> okay. Then it is imperative, particularly for morally-minded parents, that you read this post and open your eyes to the homosexual agenda <sighs> and the principles advanced to promote it that undergird... Is that a word? Undergird? Sort of. Frozen... Which is why it was written for Broadway and will indubitably be a hit, mark my words. It was written for Broadway? Yeah, they're going to do a Broadway version. Yeah, but I think. they didn't decide that until after. That's, yeah. Oh, that, and all the gays are on Broadway? Is that it? <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so there's, she talks about the, the kids singing uh, Let It Go, the little baby. Oh, she sounds uh, kind of here. Huh? Can we hear a little oh, bit? Oh, yeah. Hold on, let me. Uh, that's there. See if this works. Oh, she's adorable. Is she gay? (laughs) Terrible. 
Sorry, I can't take any more of that. Yeah, God, that's awful. It might be adorable, but I hear that song 14,000 fucking times a day. Yeah, she's not very good. <laughs> she's she's like two. Wow. <laughs> um, let's see. In the making of Disney's movie, it is apparent that the very best talent with the industry, blah, blah, blah. Let me let me find where it is. Uh... Hey, by the way, does, um, what's her face do her own singing, Veronica Mars? Yeah. Oh. Good, yeah. Good, good for, for her, her, right? Yeah. yeah. Let's see. Oh, okay. So the crazy starts here. In the making of Disney's movie Frozen, it is apparent that the very best talent within the industry was called upon for every facet of producing and bringing it to the big screen. Illustrators, animators, writers, composers, singing artists, actors, etc. In order to woo its intended audience, parents, into a frozen state, which would then allow liberalism to indoctrinate children. She could What? Yeah. You saw the Lego movie, right? Yeah. She lives in cloud cuckoo land. Bitch be cray cray. The fact is that not one of us would allow a person contrary to our values to come into our homes and teach our family many of the principles advocated in the movie Frozen. Uh, which I don't get. Such, such as, okay, <laughs> rebellion and disobedience is good. Now, she's reading way too much into it. Wait but, a minute, but... What rebellion and disobedience? Right. She'll expand on that. Let's let's see. Uh, yet when the same element cunningly creates a medium within to share the same doctrine, which intensely overwhelms the senses, we are blinded, and rather than put on glasses, we allow ourselves to be mesmer- magic glasses like your fucking religion's founder had. We allow ourselves to be mesmerized by the overall experience, focusing only on the good that we see or perceive highlighted for our viewing pleasure. Glasses don't help blind people. So this woman has definitely seen something that the rest of us haven't. However, as light and dark or fear and faith cannot exist in the same space, really fear, fuck you, good and evil do here in morality. Therefore, we must be wise, especially parents. When good is used to advance evil, we must reject it and state why if we desire to be light. She's already spent a thousand words saying nothing. She's saying the movie's bad. Don't worry. Hold on. I'll tell you in a second why. I want to punch her in the face. When mainstream society comes to the point where it celebrates that which is contrary to the commandments taught in a movie presumably made for children by awarding it the highest accolades within its culture and good parents don't perceive it but rather endorse it unwittingly, we are in serious trouble. Is she talking about Frozen or Wolf of Wall Street? I... I And you can bet that those we have to thank are laughing themselves all the way to the bank while mocking the religious ignorant. I just but these she, are just unfounded. But she's not saying anything. Yeah, entertainment with all of its mediums has more power than just about anything else to effectively indoctrinate, indoctrinate and influence society negatively. And among the most vulnerable of its victims are children. I you know think what? But, she's but, putting way too much faith in the ability for media to sway people's but opinions. But also, like, that sentence, okay? Yeah. Entertainment, okay, with all of its mediums, has more power uh, than just about anything to effectively indoctrinate and influence society, negative, blah, blah, blah. You know what? That's a true statement. Totally fucking not 
having anything to do with that movie. Like, what is your... We'll get to it. Water, it's, it's, water being wet will soak you. <laughs> what? Well, that's a true statement. It's a little redundant. But, but I don't understand. Like, she hasn't said anything. Well, hold on. She spent a long time writing this three months ago. So, to Christian parents who don't support the legalization of SSM, same-sex marriage. Oh, okay. I was thinking yeah. of something. Yeah, better. it's not bondage stuff. Mm. Or the normalization of same-sex sexual behavior. SSS or S-TRAY-B. Oppositional <laughs> to God. I feel strongly that we must become more aware of how liberal media advocate these messages. I don't know. I've seen a lot of same-sex films, and there's a lot of talking to God. <laughs> or about him, at least. Right? Lesbians be yelling, oh, it- it is often a it is often accomplished through infiltrating mainstream channels with the specific attitudes and ideologies necessary to advance these practices as progressive within mainstream society. So basically, she's just like a right wing Republican that hates gays. But she's not saying anything. No, but let's eventually she, she should here. Uh, she's using twenty thousand words to say. I don't even know what. What gay agenda? What the fuck is she talking about? All right, let's skip down. Ironically, I've seen Frozen three times. That's not ironic. <laughs> not because I As necessarily I wanted to. But, yeah, me too. But because I had three sets of grandchildren who I committed to take to see the movie when it initially came out. And as it worked out, it was at different times and places. I won't deny either that I enjoyed watching the movie every single time for a number of reasons. It actually gave me a good opportunity to confirm my initial reaction, and in so doing, I could blatantly see that the homosexual agenda, which is what? I mean, who's the homosexual president? Right? To normalize the practice was not simply an underlying message in the movie, but is the actual story. But what? Yeah, what are you I know. I know. About? Well, you keep saying the same thing too. Because <laughs> I don't know what she's talking okay. about. With that said, which is oh, it's just a sidebar. Where are, the, says, where are the gay she people? Says, That's she says, I want to know. Let me be very clear about one thing. I am not anti-gay, nor am I here to judge homosexuals. Yes, not, you are. You not cunt. worthy of their rightful and respectful place among society. However, I draw the line at the idea of redefining traditional marriage to include... This woman's just a fucking meatbag without a brain. Uh, meaning that as a Christian, I believe that acting on same-sex attraction is contrary to God's will. So don't fuck a woman. And therefore, same-sex marriage should not be legalized. That's not your fucking decision to make. Because I hold this value of voice of freely does not mean that I'm trying to force it on anyone. Yeah, see, you are. Because if you were against it, you would say, I'm not going to marry a woman. Just like, um, you know, I, 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 I fucking, I have, I have no example. I'm, I'm out of words. Okay, with that said, here's a brief summary of only, quote, some of the gay messaging found in the movie Frozen. I cannot wait. Intended to advocate the homosexual agenda to legalize same-sex marriage and normalize the practice. Elsa has a great power that she has been taught by her parents from the time she was a child is not publicly acceptable, and she must fear its expression at all costs, thus hide it from people, even her own sister, who could be hurt by it, even killed. Shame is at the core of Elsa's feelings about her magical powers. 
same-sex attraction. Now, wait a minute, counterpoint, what? Iceman. Rogue. Cyclops. But where the fuck does she get same-sex attract? Like, where does that come from? All right. I When I put this up on the Facebook group, I said that th- this whole article reminds me of what Yoda told Luke on Dagobah when Luke said, what's in that cave? And Yoda said, only what you bring with you. So it's her. It's all coming from her. But like, like I see, I see, I see this as uh, frozen. I I can see, I can frame it as a medieval X Men movie. I I don't even see it like that. Her her. Well, she's like she's like she's like a, a mutant. She's like an X Men style mutant. But even even that though, okay. Even the mutants are a metaphor for you oh, know. Yeah. All of well, that was like civil rights and stuff when they were first around. Yeah, right, exactly. So right. it's accepting but people this, that are different than you. Well, that's yeah, all it is. is. About this is just about a young woman coming to grips with her power. Period. Whatever that power may be. I mean, whatever. And and the, the message that I'm I'm hoping that my kids, both the boys and the girls, get from it mm-hmm. is that you know what you've 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 got power within you don't be afraid of it yeah okay now i think that elsa's parents did the wrong thing elsa's parents are like pa kent and man of steel exactly totally fucking clueless they 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 did the wrong thing because they made they made her afraid of her power when really if she was loved by her sister she would have been able to control it exactly all right so and i don't get where the same sex. There is absolutely nothing in there that says well, because, that Elsa. What? Because did she, she, you know what? She wasn't even nice to a cat. So, like, there's nothing in there about her being gay. Yeah. What? She likes to live alone. Well, if everybody hates you, <laughs> she doesn't you? wear sensible shoes. I don't know where the fuck she's As, getting this. All right, let's go through some more of these. As Elsa's power increases, her parents urge her to learn how to control it as it would be perceived as evil to others, but Elsa can't. It's impossible. That's not true. Actually, that is the opposite of what happened. It is totally possible for her to control the powers, but her parents don't know what the fuck the right thing to say is. And you know what? It's not exactly her powers she needs to control. It's her own feelings. It's her, her because fear. When she's exactly when she's calm and stuff like that and she's feeling good about yeah. herself and her situation, she can do great things. Hence the castle. Hence yeah. Her parents make the decision to close the castle to the public and lock Elsa in her room so that her power won't be discovered. Not even her sister is allowed to see and play with Elsa. And then they, she claims that's a demonization of homosexuals by society. But how was that? They, I don't understand they, how they, she's caught. Didn't they hide Elsa's powers so that Anna wouldn't remember and fucking die? Right? Because she would have instigated it again. She would have exactly. gotten hit in the heart. And, and she would have, right. And she would have. Yeah, it, oh, yeah, but okay, I don't understand. Let's, let's, but the but her basic premise that the that the power yeah. represents same sex attraction. It could like, also represent puberty. It could re- represent you know I want to stab bunnies. Yeah, but I yeah. Mean, who doesn't? Next, Elsa is dev- devastatingly lonely and depressed, being forced to live a life of isolation, believing her powers to be evil. Well, that's what she was told. Her sister, kept from the truth and affected by the inflicted secrecy, also becomes victim to the dysfunction of her family and experiences equal isolation and confusion, not coming out and being who you are meant to be, acting 
on the power is harmful to the person, family, and society. All right, we're just going to skip that one and just fucking move on because that's just, that's idiotic. But she's working off of a false premise. That well, they- let me also remember that these are royals and they're expected to behave a certain way. And having Iceman's powers is not the way royals act. So they, so they hide it, right? Anna's a goofball. She has to hide that. Is Anna gay too? Because she can't be a goofball and eat chocolate and jump around the on the sofas? But that the power represents same-sex attraction, everything that this woman's argument is based on is bullshit. I want, you know what I want to do? I want to take this segment of this show. Yeah. Can we cut an, this, the, the audio of the segment of this show, okay, and mail it to this ridiculous woman? <laughs> no, I mean, because seriously, we'll shoot her an email and say, listen, you're an idiot. Probably. So, probably. Okay, so next, the parents are killed in an accident. about when I call her a cunt. Well, no, we won't do that. That time, too. She can handle it. Cunt. Probably not. While traveling abroad. The parents are killed in an accident while traveling abroad. And in parentheses, we have expendable and best out of the way for progression represent authority. Um, Those fucking fairy tales, you stupid whore. Obi-Wan Kenobi, pretty much every Dumbledore. Sorry, spoiler alert. Uh, Gandalf, the that's, look that's at, the hero's journey. But that's all. But it, you, you know, it's it, it's also like if you look at fairy tales. Okay, yeah. parents are always killed. Do you know why there's always all these stepmothers? Okay, yeah. because no, because yeah. the, the fairy tales stemmed from a lot of a lot of women died in childbirth. Yeah. Okay. But that's so, I mean, there's a it, basis yeah. in history is where the fucking tales come from, and it's based. Shut up. Yeah. Oh, I want to sit um, down with this woman and punch her in the face. Which means that Elsa must take her rightful position among her people as queen. Which means she's a gay man. Well, she says right to be queen. Make what you want out of this one. To do so, she faces great fear in going out publicly for her coronation, worrying that her powers might show because she has no control over them. And then her reasoning is it rejects the ability of those with same gender attraction to control behavior. I don't, so let me ask you a question. How many gay people do you see just running willy nilly down the streets, fucking everything they can find? That's what she's asserting that, that, that Elsa would do. I know three. Okay. But that's out of thousands. <laughs> <laughs> While at the Steve, same time, her sister, Anna, finger in my or Anna, <laughs> is beyond thrilled at the opportunity to go outside, make friends, and perhaps even meet her special someone and have her happily ever after. Heterosexuals are free to pursue happiness through sexual relationship and gays are not, making them unequal in society. Well, it's your fucking fault. That's why it's like that. But that's not even the case. Anna's an extrovert. Elsa's an introvert because she was taught to be an introvert. She was taught to hide. Right. She's taught to fear, which is why she tells that her and she's quite frankly a little bit more practical saying, yo, dummy, you just met this dude. Yeah. Uh, Let's see. The gates are opened. Elsa is terrified that people will see through her and that her powers will show itself regardless of what she has done to hide it. Uh, She's claiming that means stay in the closet. Anna, on the other hand, bursts through the gate and experiences joy in being out in the open and meets someone whom she immediately falls in love with, who also happens to be a gold-digging, backstabbing son of a bitch. Right. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Can you read that sentence for me one more time? Anna, on the other hand, that one, 
yeah. bursts through the gate and experiences joy in being out in the open and meets someone whom she immediately falls in love with. Uh, then she says, heterosexual. It's a badly written sentence. Oh, the too, whole thing is badly with written. With whom she can fall in love, you stupid idiot. Learn to write. Heterosexuals oh. are free to pursue happiness without restriction, insinuating that heterosexuals don't value marriage in the way that those who work at preserving traditional marriage say that they do. No-fault divorce, as one example, is seen as evidence of this lack of care. Now, here's the thing. This poor girl has been locked away for like 15 years, and um, the first person that she meets that actually says that he cares about her, she's going to fall hard for it. That's like every romantic movie out there. That, that this, you, know, you, you meet somebody, and you, how hard do you fall for somebody in a movie? Yeah. Really fucking hard. Okay. After only a brief interaction, Anna and Hans decide to marry. Uh, Elsa is freaked out that her sister wants to marry someone she only just met. Heterosexuals diminish marriage, freely given to them without judgment of any kind. Same-sex marriage can't do any more harm. Um, actually, Anna is the coolest head in the room. Elsa is the coolest head in the room and says, you just met this fucking guy. You don't know him. I'm queen. Fuck you. Yeah. She's uh, being responsible. Yeah. Uh, she's looking out for her kingdom. Yeah. In her anger at her sister's irresponsible behavior, Elsa orders the gate shut again and her sister's new fiance to leave and not return. Anna is totally confused and begins to oppose Elsa, who becomes even angrier and sees that she is losing control of her power. Feeling she needs to run and hide, Anna, while trying to discuss the matter with her sister, becomes the cause of Elsa's power being exposed in front of everyone. In shame, she runs away to hide. Um, and her own notes here now are, now this is a significant turnaround message because the gay movement consider themselves victims. Enslaved by the judgments of religious pro-heterosexual marriage advocates who keep them from what they want and which they believe demonize the gay lifestyle. So she's basically autobiography right here. So in essence, they consider themselves frozen. I see what you did there. Not able to live their lives out loud and freely. Oh, I see, because the movie's called Frozen. There you go. <laughs> However, they chose in mainstream society no moral absolutes. And now we're going to get into morality. As expected, the townspeople fear Elsa's misunderstood power in her, and some begin to call her dangerous evil and want to do away with her. Sister disagrees she is dangerous and sets off to find Elsa, who has gone up to the mountains, leaving behind utter destruction in the town. That's not true. There's some frozen fountains and some ice and some icicles, and that's it. Nothing was destroyed, per right. se, at this point. Which she's not aware that her power hidden has cost, actually, because that's the storm hadn't actually hit. It was just starting. I think this woman was attracted to Elsa. Who isn't? She's hot. Elsa, away from those who witnessed her power, afraid and thinking her evil, is relieved to finally stop the charade with Sherrod and be in a place where she can finally be herself. While away and alone, she blossoms physically and creatively. No, she changes her hairstyle. She didn't like grow hips and boobs at that point. She she became she changed her physical appearance, but she didn't physically change. Right. Okay. Uh and emotionally is happy to be free. She 
is now able to openly use her power to create new surroundings, which are beyond what she realized her powers could accomplish and is stunningly beautiful. She never uh, she realized that she can be multi orgasmic, I guess. <laughs> she never wants to go back to that prison and thinks that living a life of isolation with freedom to be whom she is is best for everyone in a way she won't hurt anyone. By the way, she has she in quotes there. I don't understand that. Um, she has absolutely nothing to say about uh, a supposedly gay agenda character living alone in the mountains. Apparently that's fine, right? No, they all live on communes in New Mexico. Um, but the thing is, she, she missed the biggest, like if I was to make any kind of argument devil's advocate argument it would be the song she seems to have skipped the song yeah but maybe that's please don't tell me she gets to the she's got she has all the lyrics are there and there is a point she makes about the song that she's totally fucking wrong because i've been thinking about this uh she's found by her sister but rejects her even hurts her and orders her away she rejects her because she didn't want to hurt her and then she accidentally hurt her Anna tells her that she's affecting everyone. Is it affecting with an A or E? A. Okay. Even though uh, she left and has no intention of going back, townspeople who sought her out sought her out to do away with the evil find her. She resorts to acting out of fear, and her powers come out again more negatively, uh, defensively, actually, mm. and then aggressively when she tries to kill the people that were going to kill her. Right. Um, cause let's leave out the part where the heterosexual people send assassins to her ice castle to kill her. Uh, but then she gets angry at the men who tried to penetrate her with their arrows. Yeah. But then she penetrates them with icicles. Yeah, bitches. <laughs> she strapped that shit on. Uh, she resists that kind of fear. Elsa responds by using her powers to hurt those. She says she doesn't want to hurt those people were there to kill her. Right. So you're wrong. She's totally confused. She's not confused. She's totally in control. Um, She's in defensive mode. Yeah. She's in survival mode. And again, frightened that she can't control the extent of how her power expresses itself. I think she was she she was using her ice um, to push somebody out of a window, and she held the other one, uh, the other one from Weaseltown, Wesselton, um, in place with giant icicles. Right. So she was in control. Uh, so so her, her commentary here is more distorted messaging by making society or those considered homophobic slash bigots, the cause of the homosexuals frozen state. Stop using the fucking word. That's a sentence. And she puts it in quotes every time because gays have no control over their same sex preference to expect moral behavior is unloving, cruel, and ignorant. I don't even know what she's talking about now because what you're asking is impossible. Being the victims of such abuse, what abuse? They are forced to seek refuge in loneliness in order to be who they are. It goes further, though, in suggesting that society is hurt when homosexuality is not embraced, suggesting further that such resistance is an inability or unwillingness to love others. Bigotry. That's one one sentence right there, one word. Uh, conservative society is the block to homosexual freedom within society. Um, oh, my God. This woman is... Does anybody comment? On- oh, yeah. There's comments. You go, girl. Okay. So here's, really? the, here's the lyrics. Uh, the lyrics to the song. She goes through all that. Um, so 
I just this is the last part that I want to read is is the part about the song the song that's going to win Oscar for for best song yeah um, of note Robert Lopez is credited for much of the award winning music in book of in the Book of Mormon musical I don't think you need the word musical after Book of Mormon in other words these two lyricists know how to write strong messages to both mock opposition to what they advocate in order to sway public perception and attitudes they oppose. The words to let it go are clearly not Christian values friendly by any stretch of the imagination when understood and heard. This is not an innocent song with a catchy tune. It is rebellious. It mocks moral absolutes. It is careless. It's unaccountable. It is anti-obedience. It is regardless. It is selfish. And if you still disagree, then by all means, feel free to show me how I've misinterpreted the lyrics. Basically, basically what she's saying um is 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 she has a problem with um hold on where was it <laughs> oh no right no wrong no rules for me i'm free so that's where she gets there's no moral absolute but what she fails to recognize is that she is a daughter of royalty so there are rights and wrongs that that, that are set for royalty that are not set for common everyday people or people living by on their own. So there are no rules. It doesn't say that she's a shitty person. It just says that she doesn't have to follow the rules of royalty like I have to curtsy for you. I have to do this. This is the proper thing. But it's also gesture. she's you know, she's a girl becoming a woman. Yeah. Okay, that's her power as a person. Yeah. <sighs> yeah. There are 57 comments on this. I'm surprised there's not more. So I don't I don't know what the fuck. Like my initial thing is like this woman's going to freak the fuck out when she sees days of future past because clearly mutants are just a giant gay metaphor now, aren't they? Because everything's a fucking gay metaphor all of a sudden, isn't it? Gay. I don't understand. You know, is that? Do we have the link to that on our Facebook? Yes, we do. Page? It's right there. Okay. So um, there were a couple of good comments that we had on here uh, from our listeners. Um, James, oh for fuck's sake, again with the gay agenda. <laughs> um, uh, these people really do spend way too much time thinking about gay people and their proclivities. Um, Shane said, yeah, another friend linked this on her page. I couldn't make it three paragraphs through that bizarre screed. Well, we did the work for you. Um, And then Paul, Paul Ryan, um, whose name I still can't get over. Sorry, dude. Says, uh, these types live within a culture, pretty much always an evangelical religious one, that is rooted in an agenda of proselytizing and conversation, conversion, sorry. Uh, So they assume that's how other groups in society operate, too. And like a light bulb went off over my head. Of course, that makes total fucking sense. Right? Yeah. What are those Disney? Yeah, we got to check these. Uh, Gasp, there are hidden messages in Frozen. Let's see. (laughs) I love that sad face. Like, that goes great with the headline. With Elsa's leave me alone face. Um. Let's see. I've seen a lot of posts about the hidden messages in the Disney movie Frozen. Make me no mistake about it. There most certainly are hidden messages in the movie. I'd like to point out this story is how many hundreds of years old? Yeah. 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 But perhaps they're much deeper than you think. For those that haven't seen the movie, here's a little background. We know that. 
Uh, some have claimed that Elsa's decision to let it go and unleash her powers is akin to someone coming out of the closet and announcing their homosexuality. While that's a perfectly valid interpretation, I personally don't interpret it that way. You see, after struggling with chronic depression for almost 20 years, I saw a reflection of myself in Elsa's inner turmoil. The feeling of being trapped, alone, misunderstood, and isolated in solitary confinement? Yeah, that's depression. Uh, that's That's beautiful. I can totally get on board with that. That makes sense, doesn't it? Yeah, that's better. Because, I mean, when her parents die, she's totally depressed and the whole room's covered in ice. Uh, then again, after years of working with troubled youth in Arizona, I can see how Elsa's struggle might speak to those who have dealt with bullying or abuse. But it could also be appreciated by children who want to please their parents but simply have different career and education goals. I like where this guy's going. Then again, uh, uh, my point is this. Good art should have multiple meanings and interpretations. To declare one interpretation is the correct interpretation is to disenfranchise its value for everyone else. Truly, art is filled with meaning. Our task is to extract the best interpretation for ourselves and to help others do the same. Because, and correct me if I'm wrong, with that mindset, couldn't a lot of Disney movies have positive hidden messages? Remember that scene in The Lion King where Simba's father appears to him in the heavens and tells him, you have forgotten who you are and so have forgotten me. Isn't that an allusion to each of us being a child of God? Doesn't Aladdin show us that there is royalty and nobility within each of us? Isn't Beauty and the Beast about the transformative power of repentance? And what about the Chronicles of Narnia? Also a Disney movie. I forgot about that. Mm. Isn't Aslan universally understood to be a symbol for Christ? Yeah, that one was pretty like straightforward, yeah, that was right? Right out there. Yeah, uh, but why stop with Disney movies? Is Harry Potter's sacrifice for his friends in the Deathly Hollows a symbol for the Christian sacrifice? Isn't Gandalf's triumphant return a symbol for the resurrection? Is the One Ring a symbol for the sinful nature of man? Isn't Superman's origin remarkably similar to the story of Moses? Again, art is filled with messages. What message will you choose to derive from it? And that's the thing. That woman had a choice. Yeah. And that's the choice she made. Yeah. I mean, she saw something and then sort of shoehorned in her her hateful agenda. Yeah. So, all that being said, the message in Frozen, which I saw, is the ultimate power of family and love. For although Elsa's song preaches no right, no wrong, no rules for me, that philosophy, like her Frozen Palace, ultimately crumbles. When she realizes that her isolation has put loved ones in danger. When Elsa's sister Anna risks her own life to save Elsa's, the spell is broken. The wintry spells of my depression have been broken many times by the love of family and friends. If the hidden message of Frozen is learning to reach out and love individuals that are struggling with feelings of isolation, then I wholeheartedly support this, quote, hidden message. That's good. That's some yeah. good writing. I like that. That was very easy to read. It flowed well. Yeah. It didn't make me pause and go, what the fuck's this idiot saying? That was good. And yeah. And you know what? That's the thing that the that my that my kids got out of it is that you are there for your sister no matter what. Yeah. That's all that and, and that and that let it go means if you have a problem, you can just let it go. If you're worried or scared about something, let just the fear go. Let it go. And that's what we talk about. And this is the best the best thing about about the title of, and and the the lyrics to that song is we we would say that they would have bad feelings right that they would one of them would be mad about something so that's a bad feeling to be mad yeah. so you just let it go for like 3 years we've been saying that to them it's like you have a bad feeling you just you don't want to hold on to it just let it go 
And then this song hits, and their faces were like, "Holy shit!" <laughs> and it was it was it was very interesting. So we'll do this one other one here. Disney had a gay agenda long before Frozen. Because <laughs> why not? Hopefully, why it's, not? Hopefully, it's amusing. Um, let's see. This is from the Cultural Hall podcast. So we're stealing for another podcast for our podcast. Um, and they actually just put this up two days ago. <laughs> so thank you, Michael Shuley. Uh, by now, many have surely seen this blog post written by a Mormon grandmother. <laughs> That's why it's linked to it. Thoroughly detailing all the many ways that Disney's Frozen is trying to uh, force everybody to accept homosexuality. If you haven't read it yet, the list, the gist of it is this. Every second of Frozen is absolutely saturated with Disney's pro-gay agenda. Okay. That's a pretty, that's a pretty spot-on yeah, no, interpretation, uh, yeah. right? Uh, while this controversial blog has come as a shock to many people, the only thing I find surprising is that anybody thinks this is something new. For years, Disney has filled its movies with these pro-homosexual or promosexual themes and messages. <laughs> that I really hope this turns out to be funny yeah. because I'm kind of that's the tone of voice I'm using. Um, they're trying to turn you gay and ruin your marriage. They're trying to turn your kids gay because they don't want you to have any grandchildren. <laughs> Disney is decidedly anti-family, and they spread their influence under the guise of family-friendly children's movies. They are the perfect example of a wolf in sheep's clothing. Do sheep wear clothing? And they always have been. For your consideration, I present the following examples. Tangled. 2010. Rapunzel, the main protagonist, just can't wait to come out of her tower, which represents the figurative closet of homosexuality, but is forced to stay there by the evil mother society as a whole. The playful relationship between Flynn and Maximus, the male police horse, crosses the lines of good taste for a number of reasons. Magic glowing hair? A little too fabulous, if you ask me. <laughs> Alright. The Lion King. The musical sequence for I Just Can't Wait to Be King Alone features gay hippos, gay ostriches, <laughs> gay zebras, gay elephants, gay giraffes, gay monkeys, gay crocodiles, gay ant uh, eaters, and a gay rhino. <laughs> the king's major domo, Zazu, Swahili for rainbow or something, probably. <laughs> I like this. Is quite overtly gay. At one point, he even sings a sad song about how, buddy, about how nobody knows the trouble he has seen as a homosexual bird in the African savannah. Nobody knows his sorrow. When prompted to sing something more upbeat, his he first tries to sing about how it's a small world, a reference to the limited options of a homosexual bird <laughs> in the African savannah. And the next thing that he comes to his mind is quite possibly the gayest thing a song ever written. What was that? What was that song? Oh. Recorded just a couple of years called I've Got a Lovely Bunch of Coconuts. It's this. I'm going to sit over here and listen to it. You all ready? Here we go. Down as an English fair, one evening I was there. When I heard a showman shouting underneath the glare, I've got a lovely bunch of coconuts. Well, they are standing in the rear. Big ones, small ones, some as big as your head. You give them a twist to flick of the wrist, that's what the showman said. I've got All right, so we got that. Yeah. We got the, the hang of that. Okay, so Aladdin. The genie couldn't possibly be more obvious representation of a flamboyant homosexual. 
Once again, the theme of coming out is thrown in our faces. This time, the genie just can't wait to come out of his lamp slash the closet. <laughs> the Sultan and Jafar, the only portrayals, po- portrayals of heterosexual men, are represented as a bumbling idiot and pure evil, respectively. This is unmistakably an effort on Disney's part to make us all feel silly about being straight. <sighs> Peter Pan, 1953. Peter assembles a group of lost boys, not a dame in sight. I love the fact that they use the word dame. That's not used enough. Then proceeds to prance around in tights. Tights that leave nothing to the imagination. (laughs) Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs, 1937. Disney's first full-length film features seven flamboyant men with rosy cheeks who all live together, love to sing and whistle, and who, for reasons unbeknownst even to themselves, are compelled to mine pretty jewels all day. How did we not see this from the beginning? (laughs) Other noteworthy examples. Don't think Pixar is exempt from this either. Swap the gender of either Woody or Buzz Lightyear. Toy Story is a romantic comedy. (laughs) Don't be fooled by the feminine-sounding voice and typically feminine name. Eve from Wally is a dude bot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, as you can see, this is nothing new. Due to society's refusal to see Disney as anything but innocent, magical, family-friendly entertainment, and also the widespread ignorance to their brainwashing techniques, entire generations who were raised on Disney movies are turning out gay. I watched my fair share of Disney's promosexual propaganda in my formative years, and because of this, I grew up and became, became the gay man I am today. <laughs> It should also come as no surprise that my wife, who was raised on Disney (laughs) movies, is gay as well. As a matter of fact, just last week, we took our two-year-old son to see his first movie in a theater, and we made the mistake of choosing Disney's latest homosexual recruitment film, Frozen. When he turns out gay, we'll know why. That was good. Yeah. I like that. Ah. So there's a couple comments. One is, uh, you've clearly left out how flamboyantly gay Jafar is. Are we really to believe that he's into women? <laughs> is there a way you can add a strong analysis of Jafar's scheming and devious homosexuality to your post? And uh, Michael, the one that wrote the post, he wrote, I left out a lot, actually. And the reason I'm reading this is because of this. I had a section about how the Little Mermaid is a transgender love story. (laughs) I had a section about Mulan. I had the Jungle Book and more Pixar stuff. It's just too easy to go on and on. In the end, I decided to make some cuts so it wouldn't be too excessive. Thanks for reading. That was good. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to. um, I'm gonna have to remember these guys because it's not often that I come across something that is like legitimately funny yeah and that was that was actually pretty good i like that that was that was that was pretty clever oh, are you it's eleven twenty our time right now crashing are you done a little bit all right so you know what it's time for is it now time time to talk about star wars figures right oh <laughs> is it <laughs> um while i'm looking through the email um let me just let me just Toy Fair happened. Yeah. There it is. Um and the black series, the six inch black series, uh Vader, Chewie, um Jedi, end of Jedi Luke with the black suit. Okay. Biker Scout and Speeder Bike. Really? Yeah, the speeder bike should be about a foot long. But the one that surprised me the most is in this six inch scale, so like 
you know, Boba Fett six inches tall as an action mm-hmm. figure instead of three and three quarter. It's just Jabba the Hutt. Really? That should be massive. Yeah. And delicious. Well, yes. If if you saute him in butter. Yeah. Um, but I, I was pretty impressed. Um, and I did read something. I read, I read a, um, uh, not a press release, but somebody kind of reporting on stuff like how they're they they ordered Hasbro. No, don't produce any more uh, expanded universe figures. Hmm. Just stop. Uh, the EU, the expanded universe is pretty much scrapped and on hold for now, or just totally done with. Like they're cleaning house on their when on does their stuff. Uh, Rebels start. There's going to be a movie in the summer, which will be like three episodes mashed together, and then it starts for real in the fall. Cool. Um, but here's the other thing. They told Hasbro to focus on original trilogy and Rebels and the occasional prequel figure. They are really? totally, like I had said, when um, when Clone Wars was canceled, when the EU stuff was, was talked about not totally being canon or not any part of canon, yeah. uh, I had said they're trying to get everybody to forget about Did you the prequels. Did you see the Freddie Prince stuff? Yeah. Not bad. I like him. I actually like him. They introduced it's another character. Matured in a, a little bit. Yeah, he's he's got a good voice, I think, for the character. Uh, so we've seen he's he plays um, not Kanan. Is it Kanan? Sounds. And then um, like that. there's a younger kid, Ezra. There's, they're kind of biblical names for those two characters, I, I would say. Um, and then uh, there's Chopper, the droid, and they introduced what the fuck's her name. Um, there's there's like two more characters they actually haven't um, talked about. One of them's a, a Twi'lek, who's supposed to be related to one of the Jedi in, in the Clone War cartoon. Uh, Sandula is her last name. Um, it hold on, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna scroll down here and see. Uh, but this girl, she wears Mandalorian armor. She looks like Bo Katan from the um, from the Clone War series. So she's got that different shape her right name's there. uh sabine she's um that's cool she when when this group does a little a rebel hit she tags um she tags the area with graffiti who does her voice i don't know the girl's name but let's um do you want to play the video sure we'll do that yeah. and then you can see the they they have a phoenix symbol and you can see You'll know exactly what I'm gonna say when. Okay. So let me uh, let me just make that full screen for us. Press play. Spectre Five to Ghost, going in now. Well, Sabine. Now she's one I know the fans will be excited about as soon as I say this, but she's a uh, Mandalorian. She is spunky. She's feisty. She's got a little bit of attitude. And with that comes a great understanding of weapons and arms, and uh, she's definitely one that's turned against the Empire, and that's going to be to the Rebels' uh, benefit. Get ready to... She is very well-versed in explosives, and she likes to blow things up. She does it with flair, because she's also an artist, so she's pretty rad. Kind of badass. Has some graffiti art on the yeah. side for fun. The Imperials always know when our rebels have attacked because Sabine likes to tag their site. She'll sometimes take her blaster and blast like uh, the Phoenix symbol on the wall. 
We have a library of graffiti that we get to design for Sabine, but we're always adding in new ones because she's, she's always doing something kind of specific. She's adding something that we really haven't seen in the Star Wars universe. We have a, a character that is um, expressively creative through art, whether it's the, the color of her hair or what she's done to her armor. Um, she's, she, she personalizes things. I love the way she dresses. She just seems hip. She knows how to have fun, but she's also serious. I love her. I wish I was her. She's cool. She's smart. She's kind of a tomboy. She's not like a prissy little girl, and I love that. I'm probably prissier in real life than she is, so I get to kind of explore this sassy, strong, kick-butt kind of character, and uh, I think uh, she's kind of an inspiration. Smart. That's pretty good, huh? But that phoenix symbol clearly is gonna 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 oh become God, the the, gonna the symbol of the rebellion, the isn't it? I mean, so if you it's it's like a phoenix with the wings up and the beak, and but if you tilt it like fifteen degrees and put hard edges on it, you have the rebellion logo from Luke's helmet in yeah. in, in, in a new hope. It is uh, so smart what they're doing. Yeah. I have been happy with everything I've seen so far. People are saying, oh, so basically they made Wild Style without all of the, you know, wink at the camera. It's like, fuck you guys. If you don't like this shit, shut the fuck up. It's because Legos is like right in front of your face right now. Probably. Oh, my gosh. She's probably a lesbian, too. (laughs) God damn it, Disney. I'd be so hot. Uh, Anyway. I, you know, I was really hoping it would be Ahsoka under the helmet. Um but I, I just, I honestly <laughs> go back to that every damn shovel, and that was kind of funny. Where did it go? Oh, apparently Ragnarok's happening Friday, Saturday. I mean, yeah, I, I, I see, I see stuff online, and I see mostly Facebook. I, I browse through Facebook more often than I, than I shouldn't, should. Um, Man, but, what about Miley Cyrus? Oh, I don't know. I she, think she's a genius. She's so. got no. She got no pants on. So nice. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? I mean, seriously, who cares? She'll stop doing it when she stops making money. Yeah. Um. But like, it's like people are like enough snow. Uh, great. Okay, because you posted that on Facebook, it's going to stop snowing. Good for you. Or I'll you told the, the people in charge of the you, weather. You got to admit, how much have I complained about the weather this year? No, you've been really good. Because what? What the fuck can we do about it? Exactly. You know, it's like whatever. All I'm hoping, all I'm hoping, is that that fucking death tree in my backyard stays together long enough for us to get an estimate and get the branches cut off before it crushes our neighbor's fucking I'm house. Just that I'm, tree. That tree, how old do you think that tree is? 250. No, seriously. I don't know, 100 years old. Okay. It was planted. There's a picture of of my wife when she's five years old, and it's a foot above her head. Really? Yeah. That tree was planted over an old septic tank. Wow. So it got a lot of fertilizer, and it grew fast. Not but if the it, septic tank was supposed to do its job. But it did n- nothing in this fucking house does its job. <laughs> um, but it didn't grow sturdy. There's a whole side of it that's rotted yeah. out. A huge branch fell off two years ago. And it's just, just, you know, I'm like Han Solo. Every time I walk down the stairs, I look out the back window. I'm like, hey, hear me, baby, hold together. 
Mm-hmm. Till we get some house insurance. Here's the fucking thing about that, right? The city's supposed to come and fix the shutoff valve. They did because when we turned the water on after they left, it was spouted and yeah. came back on. But the fucking plumber can't get a hold of the city for the city to tell them, yeah, okay. And then, they, oh, there's snow, so they're not going to come out. It's like, fuck you. We need this fixed. Yeah. That's not cool. No, because as soon as we tell them, yes, it's done, then they'll renew our policy. But the fucking, since they, our, our insurance company was taken over by a different company, they, I've I've outlined all this stuff where yeah. they like they wanted all these changes, but our agent didn't fucking tell us until a week before it was supposed to renew. And you saw how long it took to get yeah. the, everything done, and we're just waiting on the fucking plumber. It's literally an hour's worth of work yeah. to replace this fucking valve. <sighs> Pain the asshole in the house. But here's the worst part: is if anything happens, we got nothing to back us up. That terrifies me. So the storms, when we were out shoveling the other night, when it was yeah. like 60 mile an hour winds, we just stopped and watched that giant tree swaying back and forth. Yeah. And it's terrifying. I know he's not going to be a dick and take our house if the branch falls and it scrapes along the side of itself because it's little branches. Right. And it's it'll, there's just a little bit that would like touch his roof, maybe crack a window. I'll replace a window. I don't give a shit. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sorry it happened, but I'll replace it. But I don't want to lose the house. I mean, I honestly right. feel like that tree is going to fall at any fucking second. The only saving grace we have at this point is there are no leaves on it at all. Because the leaves would just be extra surface to hold more weight. That giant branch that fell off, it was um, it was the middle of summer, full of leaves. It was a remember that monsoon that we had uh, yeah. before the hurricane. Yeah, um, and it just it just cracked, and it's all fibrous, like weird shit where it broke off. Fortunately, uh, we had already moved that part of the the old like wire fence out of the, out of cut that all down and. It just fell. And then there was the other branch when the hurricane hit when I was standing at the back door and it just dropped in front of me. Didn't touch the house. Didn't touch the the uh, natural gas tanks or whatever it is, mm. propane tanks. Nothing. Just dropped. And it's terrifying to see something with that much weight fall. Yeah. Like it doesn't bounce. There's nothing. It just hit Boom. and dug into the ground. Like like it it, it would break you. Yeah. Like it would, it would pulverize your bones, and that's why I, I, I'm, I'm. We don't go out back. Yeah. I, I was, I was looking up how much it costs to have a tree taken down, and like up to seventy five feet is, a, and, and there's a certain price. Then over that is like fifteen hundred. I don't give a shit. I just want the fucking thing. To, right. I don't want the stump ground down. I don't need the roots taken out of the ground or anything. Um, what we'll do what is mean? the stump becomes a picnic table. It, that's what we're gonna do because we don't have a place to sit Let and eat. Kids paint it we can we can the the yard is uneven it's got like a 20 degree slope mm. on, uh, where the tree is so we'll, we'll put fucking put a deck on the one part supported i we, i build a deck with my parents in, in the backyard of their house i i know how to frame it and yeah. we'll put the wood on and build it and then bam tabletop good to go yeah nothing will fall i i get all three of these fucking our, our cherry tree out front has a giant crack running up the trunk i don't know what the fuck happened <laughs> I don't know if it was the ground thawing and freezing and thawing and freezing and it got and it wedged like some water wedged in. It's probably just a good hell. And just cracked up. I love that tree. Yeah. Cuz 
every su- every spring, like for a week, there's cherry blossoms everywhere. So we're going to have to cut that fucking thing down. And we're going to get another cherry tree because it's really nice in the front yard. But <sighs> I don't care. Owning a house is fine. It's just I shouldn't have to worry that shit's going to fall and kill somebody. Yeah, that'd be bad. So get rid of the three trees. We'll do some whatever. I don't care. Fucking. Fucking. So what that motherfucker want to say? Oh, yeah, we got to do this, huh? So so, uh, I'm running the audio with um, an XLR from the the Mac, uh, from the, the, the tower. And that's why we have that hum that you can hear. Hold on. See, it's there when I have this open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's because I'm using a powered cord. I have one that's just a regular one, and I can't find it. I don't know where it is. I had one, but it was too short. So next week, I'm going to try it with the other one. But I did test his audio, and it didn't crackle like it did before. So let's give it a shot. It had to have been the input on the laptop. So let's... uh so I got distracted by a tattoo picture. Um, I'm going to save this over here. And then uh, then we can start this up. If it saves, where is it? Did it save? There it is. All right. So. Uh, maybe he'll be merciful. Better make those bitches leave and get ready for another Last Rites with Reverend Scott. Why don't you fuck off with red hot pokers, you stupid, superficial, douchebag fucking cunt. Fair enough. (laughs) Every week I don't remember being that mean. Last Rites with Reverend Scott. I'm better than every other fucking person around me. <laughs> the fuck? What was I talking about? I don't about? even remember. Hey there, Chris and Frank. This is Reverend Scott. In case you're wondering who this was. It wasn't even a mystery. You're just like, oh, this guy's a dick. Thanks. I uh, appreciate that. And I know the show is almost over, but you still have to wait for me to do my segment first. It pisses me off because I'm like, I could have been in fucking bed. (laughs) Well, too bad. So uh, real quick, I wanted to tell you what I thought about the new RoboCop. First of all, I just recently watched the 4K remastered unrated director's cut on Blu-ray. Seriously, this is the best this movie has ever looked or sounded. And it's still just as hilarious and amazing as it ever was. That being said, the new RoboCop isn't a bad movie, but it certainly is different. My 11-year-old stepson saw it with me, and never having seen the original, he really liked it. I kind of feel bad that this movie got shit on so much by the internet before anyone even saw it. Fucking idiots. Exactly. (laughs) I thought the build-up worked well, and the final 30 minutes or so were a real blast, but the middle was a little cold and serious, especially when you compare it to the original. And how the wife and kid were only memories in the original, they were a prominent part of the new movie. They fitted some classic lines and visuals and made the story more up-to-date, 
and the suit was definitely more high-tech. It felt a little fancy to me. I suppose, Chris, but I liked the suit in action. So, uh, overall, good use of Samuel L. Jackson, Michael yeah. Keaton, and Gary Oldman, and... Yeah. Uh, I give it a straight B. Yeah. My opinion on taking the time to watch RoboCop is kind of like Chris's opinion on trying out new dildos. It's, it's, it's kind of worth it. Indeed. <laughs> well, that's all I had for this week, but uh, tune in to Are You Serious next week when Chris gets upset at Frank for yet again causing the intro of my segment to make crackling noises. <laughs> Just stop fucking shit up. <laughs> Chris tries to save face after he finds out his last hooker was actually not a girl. I knew he had a penis. And then Frank realizes he was with that same hooker. Oh, God damn it. Yeah. Frank experiments sexually with Chris on the show. What? That was my first blowy uh, that I got. Oh, yeah. Because you'd given a dozen before well, yeah, that. Yeah, seriously. And finally, Chris tries to get Frank to further experiment with him. I'm not talking full-on sex. I'm just, I'm just talking touching. Yeah. All that and much more to make you extremely uncomfortable. But until then, that's not enough. Dead or alive, you're coming with me. Uh, peace and love, guys. I'm gonna pole dance on a pole that's only attached at the bottom. I'd buy that for a dollar. <laughs> well done. Uh, yeah, you got to see RoboCop so we can talk about it. Yeah, I know. It, Cole wants to see it, so I don't. How old is he? He's eleven. Yeah, that's fine. He's, he's good. He's good for it. Yeah. Yeah. He's throwing fat dudes off a building, so, <laughs> you know, he's totally ready. But there's like, I mean, there's there's almost no blood because he they, he has a gun that's basically a taser. Yeah. Yeah, he really wants to see Pompeii. Yeah? Yeah. He's he the really, only person I know that wants yeah, to see it. He um well, one, he's, you know, it's a lot of shit blows up. Two, he is kind of a history nerd. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so. But that's and, uh, not, I mean, it's from the dude that made Resident Evil. Yeah, How historic can it be? So, exactly. It's probably about as historic as Resident Evil, which some believe is a documentary. Um, <sighs> Did you see the religious people are all upset with Noah? Why? I don't, I don't give a shit to find cares? out why. Uh, I have no desire to see that movie. No, it it it, it doesn't. It it. Yeah. I know how it ends. I'll I'll watch I'll watch fucking Lord of the Rings if I want my fantasy movies. That's fine. Or every time they show the boat, I'm just gonna play the love boat. The only thing that 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 when I would I would be the asshole in the theater while he's building the boat, doing the Bill Cosby shit. Vuba vuba vuba. <laughs> <laughs> Noah. <laughs> huh? That's how I'll end the show. I'll end the show with the Bill Cosby Noah skit. If I can find it. All right. I think we're good. We're good? I, I just good. cracked my tooth on the yeah, fucking shock collar. I'm going to sleep. I got to make some burgers and check out uh, Bioshock Infinite. Mm-hmm. Hey, I realized something. With my brother having a baby uh, my, and sister-in-law, so my brother's family, right? Yeah. Um, it's weird for me. Like I don't want to. Ex- I don't want to exclude either one of them. Um, so we went over, and it totally confounded my mother. You know the the, the, yeah. the stuff. It totally confounded her that we went by ourselves right. to his house because my brother and I historically have not been close. But we're changing that. We're working on that. I, as I'm sitting there, I realized something. I said, I said, you know, Todd. The weird thing is with the girls, it's like. Every day it's like, 
when are you going to do this? When are you going to do that? When, is, when are you going to be able to hold your head up or walk or crawl or whatever? I said, the weird thing about coming over like every so often is it'll be like no time has passed by for me. Yeah. And then I'll come over and like the kid will be talking. Yeah. And like, something new. Yeah. And I said, for you, it's going to crawl by because you know, waiting, waiting for your child to just be able to hold yeah. his head up, up. By it on in his own power is like I'm still waiting for Cole to do. <laughs> well, he has a gigantic head and all that hair. <laughs> One stiff breeze and he's boom right on the ground. But it's it's interesting. It's interesting to watch it from uh, from another angle. Cole looks like one of those fucking fry guys from McDonald's. Oh my god! Wow, that's we're gonna end the show there. Right. Fry guys from McDonald's. Bye bye bye. an ark. Everybody knows he built an ark. You say, what did Noah do? He said, well, he built an ark. But very few <clears throat> people know about the conversation that went on between the Lord and Noah. You see, Noah was in his rec room sawing away. He was making a few things for the home there. He's a good carpenter. Vuba, 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 vuba. Noah. Somebody call? Vuba, vuba, vuba. Noah, who is that? It's the Lord, Noah. <laughs> right. <laughs> Where are you? <laughs> what do you want? I've been good. I want you to build an ark. Right. What's an ark?
Get some wood, build it 300 cubits by 80 cubits by 40 cubits. Right. What's a cubit? Let's see, a cubit. I used to know what a cubit was. Uh, well, don't worry about that, Noah. When you get that done, go out into the world, collect all of the animals in the world by twos, male and female, and put them into the ark. <laughs> right. Who is this really? What's going on? How come you want me to do all these weird things? I'm going to destroy the world. Right. Am I on candid camera? How you gonna do it? Gonna make it rain for a thousand days and drown them right out. Right. Listen, do this, you'll save water. Let it rain for 40 days and 40 nights and wait for the sewers to back up. Right. be the effect of an arc on the average neighbor. Now, here's a guy going to work seven o'clock in the morning, Noah's next door neighbor, and he sees the arc. Hey, yo up there, what do you want? What is this? It's an ark. Uh-huh. <laughs> you want to get it out of my driveway? <laughs> I got to get to work. Listen, what's this thing for anyway? I can't tell you. Ha, 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 ha. Well, I mean, can't you give me a little hint? You want a hint? Yes, please. How long can you tread water? Ha, 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 ha. Of course, Noah had, had a heck of a job, really. He, he had to go out and collect all of the animals in the world by twos, two mosquitoes, male or female. And, uh... He had to keep telling the rabbits, only two, only two, only two. So we find Noah pulling up the last two animals, two hippos, and he's really in a hurry to get them up because he's afraid that the Lord's going to call him and ask him to do something else, and his nerves are shot. This is one heck of a job for a man 600 years old. So we find him pulling up the last two hippos, and of course the Lord does call him there. 
Come on, fat hippos, hurry up. Come on, will you please? Noah. What? <laughs> what do you want? You gotta take one of those hippos out and bring in another one. What for? Because you got two males down there and you need to bring in a female. I'm not bringing nothing in. You change one of them. <laughs> Come on, you know I don't work like that. I'm sick and tired of this. I've had enough of this stuff. I've been working all day, working on for days and days. I'm sick and tired of this. Noah? Yeah? How long can you tread water? <laughs> yeah, well, I got news for you. I'm sick and tired of this whole mess. If I've done the whole neighborhood's out there laughing at me. You're all having a grand time at good old Noah there. I went out and got my best friend, Larry. I said, Larry, listen, I've been talking with the Lord. Larry said, oh, really? I said, yeah, yeah, listen. Lord Larry, Larry Lord, you walked off there laughing, I hear them all up there laughing at me. You know I'm the only guy in this neighborhood with an ark? People around there laughing, picket signs, walking up and down. I'm sick and tired of this stuff here. People are walking around there, how you doing, Tarzan? How's everything up there? Sick and tired of this mess here. You're supposed to know all and see all. You let me go out there and bring in a pregnant elephant. You give me no manual for delivery and nothing. Never told me the thing was pregnant. There's good old Noah waiting underneath the elephant there. Boom, right on top of it. All that stuff for you running around and you're supposed to know all and see all like I said before. You let me go out there and do all this stuff here. You never even looked in the bottom of that ark. Have you looked down there? No. Who's gonna clean up that mess down there? That's <laughs> me, I'll tell you that. I've had enough of this stuff. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm letting all these animals out, and then I'm gonna burn down this ark, and I'm going to Florida somewhere because you haven't done nothing. I'm sick and tired of all this mess. You're pulling around and you haven't done nothing except as you got it raining. It's not a shower, is it? Okay, Lord, me and you, right? Because I knew all the time everything was up. Okay, that's enough. No more talking.